Dear friends in Christ, welcome to this podcast from All Saints Episcopal Church in Portland. All Saints is a loving, welcoming parish serving Southeast Portland for over a century. Our purpose is to celebrate God's love, seek and serve Christ in all persons, and go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. Today, we invite you to join the Reverend Andrea Skornick as she preaches the gospel and explores the mysteries of God in our modern world. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Mother of us all, Amen. As you may know, the musical Hamilton has been in Portland these last few weeks. If you've seen it live or on Disney+, Plus, I'm sure you can recall the very poignant final scene. Eliza Hamilton, wife of founding father Alexander Hamilton, is in the last moments of her life before crossing over to the other side. As that's happening, she sees something. And it's like she's shocked and moved to tears and overwhelmed in the best possible way. We see her response at what awaits her upon death, but what exactly is it that she saw? I'm left with a similar question from the story of Apostle Paul's conversion that we heard earlier. He's blinded by a light and can't see for three days. After those three days, a new man comes out. Saul becomes Paul. He goes from persecuting people who follow Jesus to being the greatest advocate for Christ. And he goes on to write some of the most incredible words ever written about God or about love. Like if I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Or love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, boast, it is not proud. Or, for I am convinced that neither life nor death, nor angels nor demons, nor present nor future, nor powers, nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God. He offers a bold new theology that moves us beyond our divisions, saying, There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor male and female, for you all are one in Christ. He preaches salvation through God's grace alone, nothing that we do, and that it really is for everyone saying, for as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. Paul goes forth from that day ministering freely and wonderfully. Even when he's in prison, he is singing. He lives a remarkable life and becomes one of the most known and influential people of all time. And all of that from a man who was so bound up that he was transmitting his pain all over the place, wreaking havoc and destroying lives. It was such 
a complete turnaround. But what is it that he saw? What is it that he encountered in those three days? Or when the scales lifted from his eyes that changed him so? Thinking back to what it was that Eliza saw, in the musical Hamilton, there's a song that talks about the unimaginable. The unimaginable suffering the Hamiltons are going through after the death of their son. The unimaginable gulf between them because of things that Alexander has done. But then the song shifts partway through in a way that changes the meaning of the unimaginable. One of the characters sings, there are moments that the words don't reach. There's a grace too powerful to name. We push away what we can never understand. We push away the unimaginable. There is unimaginable suffering in life that we must contend with. But also, grace. Grace greater than we can imagine. In the story, Eliza's forgiveness to Alexander, in a way that is undeserved, is so central, and it is what restores them and their family. And I think that that is what she encounters at the end. Certainly the reunion with her son and her husband and those that she loved that went on before her, but also being totally surrounded by God's unimaginable grace, overwhelmed by it in the best possible way. After surviving so many years in this life with its pain and heartaches, its wins, loves, and losses, to feel God's grace, and God's grace alone, would be the most healing, freeing, restorative thing imaginable. I believe this must have been part of Paul's encounter, too. To have done what he did, to have a revelation of the pain that he caused people, and to experience it as a pain he inflicted on Christ, in the revelation asking him, why are you persecuting me? To see all of that and not be leveled by it, and instead have a total transformation. What else could have changed him so profoundly? There is a grace too powerful to name. Someday we will know it fully, and it will be all that we know. But even now we are surrounded by it. We are loved with all of the love that is possible, and nothing can change that. We need to know this because we live in a culture that regulates through fear and shame, leading us to always feel like we should do more, be more, doing more than ever before with so little left to give. We don't need another taskmaster pointing the finger. We need the arms of grace to fall into letting us heal and get back up again. Because fear and shame are not effective tools for transformation. Maybe behavior modification in the short term, but not transformation at a soul level, the kind that changes us from the inside out. 
that comes when we encounter grace. Grace that we are more than what we are on our worst days. Grace that we are more than what we are even on our best days. Encountering that grace is what inspires change and lets us live freely and wonderfully. But it's easy to lose sight of, so we have to keep coming back to it, each day seeking to be filled up with God's grace. Can you imagine people who receive grace daily, who have grace that they're ready to give because they are living in it? You are so loved. You are so very good. God's unimaginable grace surrounds you. May you see it, and may it overwhelm you in the best possible way. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast offering from All Saints Episcopal Church in Portland. For more resources from All Saints, or to support this or our many other outreach ministries, please visit allsaintspdx.org.